Hello, my name is Jolie, my pronouns are she, her, and today I will be talking about known progressive women of color in the U.S. House of Representatives, notable as the squad. They are Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who represents the 14th District of New York, Ilhan Omar of Minnesota's 5th Congressional District, Rashida Tlaib from Michigan's 13th Congressional District, and Ayanna Presley, who was elected from Massachusetts' 7th District. While this group of Congresswomen has been incredibly impactful in the House, they have been leaders of grassroots movements, campaigns, and inspirations for women and people of color worldwide, as they centered voices of people within their campaigns. After watching the final presidential debate a few weeks past, where Donald Trump called these leaders AOC plus three almost in a joking way, I was inspired for this week's podcast to focus on their voices, impacts, successes, and movements they were a part of. As many of you all know, or were engaged yourself within the election this past week, all four of these congresswomen were re-elected into the House. So how about we start off by learning about how these congresswomen became the squad. Looking at their elections, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, also known as AOC, defeated longtime Democratic incumbent and caucus chair Joe Crowley in the 2018 election through immense grassroots movements and actions. Ayanna Presley also defeated a longtime Democratic incumbent Mike Capuano. Also, Ilhan Omar won the seat previously held by Democrat Keith Ellison, and Rashida Tlaib won the seat once held by Dean of the House John Conyers, who resigned in 2017 after 53 years in Congress. After Election Day in 2018, All four squad members participated in a live-streamed interview with Jody Jacobson from Rewire.News, organized by Vote Run Lead, and took a group picture at the end. At this time, all of these congresswomen had never met before. AOC posted this photo and labeled it Squad on social media, and others took note of the group name and began using the hashtag squad goals to represent these new progressive women of color in Congress. This photo blew up and attracted a significant amount of negative attention from conservative media while positive attention from progressives around the country. A specific example from conservative media was by Laura Ingram of Fox News, who called them the four horsewomen of the apocalypse. However, they have not let this negativity and criticism stop them from their impact. And since joining Congress, they have become notable progressive, paving a path of leadership. So first, let's start by diving deeper into AOC. Before running for Congress, AOC was a grassroots organizer for the Bernie Sanders campaign and a bartender. She noticed the inequalities present within the system and organized her campaign to shed light on what needed to be changed. Through her campaign, she focused on listening to the people she wished to represent through door knocking, phone banking, town halls, and obviously social media, where she gained a large following from progressive youth. 
More on her journey to Congress can be seen within the Netflix film Knock Down the House. At the time she was elected, AOC had become the youngest member ever elected to Congress at 29. Within Congress, she has become a prominent progressive leader. She co-sponsored the Green New Deal, a legislated package that called for an economic change to combat the climate crisis by creating green jobs, net zero carbon emissions, and a focus on centering the voices of BIPOC communities who face disproportionate effects by the climate crisis. Also, she is a supporter of Medicare for All and Free Public College. In addition, Ilhan Omar received the largest percentage of the votes of any female candidate for the House in state history and the largest percentage of the votes for a non-incumbent candidate for the U.S. House. In July of 2019, Ilhan Omar introduced a resolution co-sponsored by Rashida Tlaib and Georgia Representative John Lewis stating that all Americans have the right to participate in boycotts in pursuit of civil and human rights at home and abroad, as protected by the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. Ilhan Omar opposed efforts to seal the U.S.-Mexico border and stood up for immigrants in DACA. In June of 2019, Omar and Senator Tina Smith, also from Minnesota, introduced the No Shame at School Act, which would end the marking of and punishment for students with school meal debt. Ayanna Presley has been an advocate for sexual assault survivors in Congress, arguing for better protections for victims, and she has also been a supporter of abortion and pro-choice rights. Presley's First Amendment introduced the House floor, called for lowering the voter age from 18 to 16. Unfortunately, though, this did not pass. She has been an open advocate about having alopecia and supported a bill authored by herself and Representative Jim McGovern, who is also from Massachusetts, that would allow seniors to purchase medical wigs using Medicaid funds, where her five-minute speech on the House floor was greatly impactful. Rashida Tlaib and Ocasio-Cortez are both members of the Democratic Socialists of America, and they have become the first two women of the organization to be elected to Congress. Along with Omar, Tlaib is one of the first two Muslim women in Congress. She is also the first Palestinian-American woman in Congress. Tlaib represents a district including parts of Detroit in its suburbs, and she has previously served in the Michigan House. As we have focused upon these four women in Congress, known as the Squad, I would like to spread light upon other BIPOC Congress people who were elected into the House from this election year. First is Cori Bush, who along with AOC was within the Netflix film Knock Down the House which was filmed within 2018, but she did not win her congressional seat until this election. She's a nurse, pastor, single mother, and a Ferguson-made activist who ran for Missouri's first district. Within her campaign, she recognized how St. Louis consistently has the highest violent crime rates, the highest murder rates, and the most police shootings in the nation, and ran to change this. Next is Jamal Bowman, who won for New York's 16th Congressional District, 
who is an educator who, before running for Congress, worked with Bronx Legal and visiting nurse services to push for policy that trains every teacher in New York State in trauma-informed practices. Finally is Richie Torres, who ran in New York's 15th district and is now the first gay black member of Congress. So this concludes my mini podcast today on looking more deep in the squad, as well as other BIPOC new Congress people who were just elected in this year's election. So that concludes it. So thank you so much for listening, and I hope you learned.